All right, so this is the H-Town Hoops podcast. We cover the Rockets, but we're talking about the NCAA tournament now. U of H, the Cougars. Shout out to the Cougars, man. It's been an incredible run. Now they're a number one seed, getting the respect. And people have been talking about this team for a while now. Like this is this isn't like something that where they've snuck up on anybody. They've been they've been really good for a really long time now. Um number one, not just the number one seed in the Midwest, but has been consistently throughout the year the number one team in the country uh, at a lot of points, um, and certainly there at the end. What do you think about the Midwest and the Cougars' chances of, first of all, obviously making it to the Final Four out of the Midwest and even winning it all? What do you think about their chances? I think so much of it depends on Sasser. And if Sasser is healthy, then I would say they are a favorite to get out of the Midwest. If he's not healthy, then it's going to be tough. And I think you saw it against Memphis. They struggle to score when he's not out there. And, you know, they don't necessarily always need him to score. You look up and down and they have guys who are capable of having big offensive games. We've seen it from Jarris Walker. We've seen it from Jawan Roberts. We've seen it from Jamal Shedd over the course of the season. But they can get a little loose with the basketball, too. And if it's one thing, this has not been, they're a good offensive rebounding team. This has not been one of their best offensive rebounding teams. And to me, that's the key for them. And uh, if, if, because they're not always going to shoot it well, but if they can at least get offensive rebounds, well, then that gives them the opportunity because it has a chance to get whoever they're playing in some foul trouble. Um, but it just hasn't been And Calvin Sampson has even said, this is not one of his better offensive rebounding teams. I, I, I'm not sure where they stand exactly just in the nation in terms of offensive rebound rate, but it's not, it's very high, but I think that Kelvin Sampson would tell you it's not one of his better uh, teams in, in that department, but if they're loose with the basketball and they're turning it over, now you're not even getting a shot up at the rim to give yourself an opportunity to get an offensive rebound. And I do think they got a tough draw. Um, Northern Kentucky, they'll have no trouble with um, in the first round, whether Sasser plays or he doesn't play. But Iowa and Auburn, whoever comes out of that game, and I think it'll probably be Iowa, even though I just kind of ripped the Big Ten, and I'm going to do it again here uh, in a second with the uh, with the the two teams, with the four and the five in, in this region. But Auburn has had a lot of tournament success, or I should say Bruce Pearl has had a lot of ter- tournament success going all the way back to when he was at Wisconsin-Milwaukee. He knows how to win these games. Uh, in this tournament. I don't think Auburn is real good. um, And I don't think they necessarily play all that smart a lot of times, but it's still not a team that you want to see. They were, I think they were in the top 10 at one point this season. And then you go to Iowa. Iowa is a terrifying team to play against because they're never out of a game. They can shoot the lights out. If you let them play at their pace, then it's not a fun team to play. Um, they have underwhelmed in this tournament year after year after year. And Fran McCaffrey might be insane. And he is, you, you almost start out with two free points whenever you play Iowa, because McCaffrey is going to get a technical at some point. So you go ahead and lock in those two points. He's going to, there's going to be a technical at some point on Fran McCaffrey, but they shoot threes. They push their pace. And if you're U of H and you play Iowa and you turn the ball over and you let them get out in transition, they are tough to beat. And without, and if Sasser is less than hundred percent, it's going to be hard to keep up with them from behind the three-point line because they're never out of a game. You saw it against Michigan State a couple of weeks ago where they were down, I think they were down 10 points with a minute to go, and they came back, sent the game to overtime, and they won it. They have shooters all over the place. Chris Murray is an NBA player. He's really good. Again, they underwhelm in this tournament, but it's but 
when they have expectations, that's when they underwhelm. When they don't have expectations, a lot of times that's when you see some of these teams play well and, and surprise some people. Iowa is capable. When they play their A game, they're capable of beating anyone. Yeah, so if if, if Iowa is a possible upset alert or, or a hurdle for, for Houston, I'm curious of what you think of how things play out if Indiana makes it far enough to face Houston, if Houston makes it past Iowa, right? And it looks like that would be in the sweet 16 with Houston and Indiana. If, if that, and we, and you mentioned that earlier, uh, and obviously you're an Indiana guy. Um, and, and of course, Kelvin Sampson, that's his background where he coached, um, you know, somewhat controversially, right? That's somewhat is, is being very uh, generous with it. Um, but if that were to happen, if that matchup were to manifest itself, how how would you see that one playing out? I I don't I I it's hard for me to see Indiana playing two straight good games to even get to that point. <laughs> so I, I'm not sure it would happen. But uh, for, it's a fascinating matchup just because of the U of H or because of the Indiana Kelvin Sampson stuff. And it's been 15 years uh, since he got fired at Indiana for the NCAA stuff, which now it's technically the stuff that he got fired for is not even illegal uh, in the, with the NCAA, but right. he still broke the rules. At the time. He, he still, you know, they were rules at the time he broke them, whatever it, it that's, you know, that's from 15 years ago. Um, if Indiana does get to that game, Indiana could beat U of H and the one thing Indiana will go into that game and they will probably have the two best players on the floor. You have Trace Jackson Davis, who's an all American. You have Jalen Huchifino, the point guard who is a lottery pick and could wind up even going in the top 10. So if you're Indiana, you go into this game thinking, Hey, we have the two best players on the floor. We have the two best players on the floor. We can beat these guys, but Indiana doesn't always play, play smart. They don't always play well. Um, they the, the game against Penn State was really disappointing on Saturday, not being able to to get to the Big Ten to the uh, Big Ten championship game. They don't play well away from home. Um, and U of H, on the other hand, when they lost to Memphis on Sunday, that's the first time that they had lost away from home, which is I think is really impressive. I think that's one of the more impressive things that has that that you can say about U of H is that they play really well away from their home building. Indiana, it's the exact opposite. They do not play well away from home but it, that's that's a tough matchup for u of h if it is indiana because again indiana will have good players on the floor indiana shoots the ball really well from three that's been an issue for them the last two years they've really improved in that category uh this season they don't turn it over nearly as much as they have in the past and they have the big guys that can at least contain u of h on the offensive glass whether it's jackson davis whether it's race thompson uh, jordan renault these are, or excuse me, Malik Renault. These are guys who can at least keep them off the glass a little bit. So I, I think U of H did not get any favors uh, with this draw. Uh, Iowa or Auburn in the second round. Miami's really good if they're healthy. If if Miami's not healthy, Drake is a really good team and it's, it's an experienced team uh, that has an NBA player in Tucker DeVries. Um, that that group has been together for a long time as well. Um, and Kent State's not bad either. I don't think Kent State would be a team that could beat U of H. And they, although they did play U of H tough earlier this season, uh, I just don't think that they shoot it well enough to really challenge the Cougars. And I don't think they have the size to really challenge the Cougars. So um, I think that of the teams that are in that eight, I, I think Indiana would be the toughest matchup for U of H. 